We are three best friends living on three corners of the country. Wifing, momming, boss babing, and honestly, just trying to keep our shit together. Anyway, I'm Allie. I'm Alicia. I'm Elisa, and this is A3 Life. Our fun, funny, and informative lifestyle podcast, where we will be speaking on how to be fearless, authentic, and relentless in all areas of life. Enjoy the show. On this week's episode of A3 Life, we're kind of coming to a wrap-up period. We've heard some really great stories of women that used to work a traditional nine-to-five job that have quit and started network marketing full-time. It's been really cool to hear their stories, to learn tips from them, kind of take it all in. I've learned a lot. I've learned some tips. I hope you all have too, to kind of find working from home a little more productive. So we figured on this week's episode, we would go ahead and kind of wrap that up. This is the end this is the last episode of this season so we do have that going on wrapping up another season ladies like we have done oh my gosh there are so many podcasts so if you guys haven't caught this podcast I would highly recommend go back and listen because we have some really good stuff that we've put out and I can't believe we're wrapping up what our third season it's a lot there's a lot of info out there crazy It is crazy. So like I said, we figured we would finish up this week's episode and go over some final tips for helping you navigate working through home, some tips. So tip one, have a work schedule from home schedule, have a work from home schedule. So have an idea of, and some of these things we've talked about in the podcast, this is just kind of a wrap up of, you know, what our guests have said and things that we've talked about, but some kind of like final last minute tips and, you know, have a schedule I think is crucial. Um, I am a schedule fanatic. These two will attest to that. Um, I have to schedule everything. I try to schedule everything. And if it's not on the schedule, it doesn't happen. Like my life is a schedule, but you know, kind of setting up some business hours when you're going to work, what it's going to look like, and definitely factor in some time in between that you're going to get distracted or you're going to end up doing house stuff or you're going to have kids stuff. So give yourself some grace, but have an idea of what your schedule is going to look like. And that can change every day. You know, maybe you have a doctor's appointment, maybe you're going to the gym, Maybe you have to volunteer at the school, whatever that looks like. You can be in charge of your own schedule, but make sure you have some sort of schedule. <laughs> Number two, know your most productive times. So this goes hand in hand with that. And, you know, like Elisa said, these are just going to be tips that we've kind of like gleaned and pulled from all of these interviews. And we're just going to compile them in this list. So some of them are going to go really well together. But this one is a great one for me because I'm not a night owl. I'm not somebody that's up late. I don't like, I like to get everything done earlier in the day. And I know that if it doesn't get done by a certain time, and I don't really know actually like what that time for me is. There's not like a thing at six o'clock, nothing's getting done for me, but there is like a, like a mental switch for me where if it doesn't get done by a certain time of the day, I'm like, can't it just wait tomorrow? And like, I start making all these excuses and like these bad habits come through. And whether we do it intentionally or unintentionally, whether we say, I'm just going to put that off tomorrow intentionally, or you say, oh, you know, maybe it could wait or I'll get it done um, after the kids go to bed. And then, you know, like, if you know that that's not who you are, if you know it's not going to get done after the kids go to bed, um, then then you're kind of doing it unintentionally. But if 
you just need to know like when is the most important times to get things done. So for some people getting it done first thing in the morning, getting it done around lunchtime, maybe it is after the kids go to bed, maybe that is your most productive time, but you kind of have to know yourself. If you know that if you don't get it done in the morning, you're going to put it off until the next day or the next day or the next day, then, then make sure that you're getting all of those important things done in the morning. Uh, for me, I like to get things done in that morning time because that's usually when my kids are going to be the calmest. I'm here with four to five kids most of the time. So I know that they're going to be the most calm before, like after they wake up, have their breakfast, they're kind of just wanting to chill and hang around. That's going to be my most productive time. If I wait until after lunchtime, like while we're podcasting right now, I don't know what's going to happen, guys. Like you may start out with all three of us podcasting today. And then all of a sudden you're like, where the heck did Allie go? I don't know. Kid blew something up because it's in the afternoon here. Okay. So I I don't ever know what's going to happen afternoon. It's like their turnaround time is that noon. And then it's like everything just hits the fan. So know when your most productive time is and get everything done then. Okay. And so number three, and I, I really do think like all these things kind of consecutively run together. So, you know, having a work from home schedule, know your most productive times and then having a morning ritual. So I kind of think that's just kind of breaking down the first two things into this. I'm not a morning person. Let's just put that out there. I'm not a morning person, but when I do wake up, there are some things that I do that I feel like help set the pace for the rest of the day. So there's this like, um, I want to say it's, it's a podcast, but I downloaded it onto my, what is this thing on your phone? Like an Apple music thingy or whatever. It's, it's basically, I listen to this thing. It's called discipline by fearless motivation. And it's something that like I listen to in the morning and it's literally just pumping like motivational stuff in my brain. And so to me, like, you know, whether it's, you know, doing yoga, taking time to pray, meditating, reading, like me, it's like pumping motivation, having something like that, like a morning ritual that you do that kind of sets the pace for your day to me is important. Um, my morning ritual definitely consists of getting my coffee first. I'm just going to be honest. I have to have my coffee and then doing something like listening to something to kind of pump in your brain to kind of set the pace for the rest of the day. You know, so that's kind of something that, that is important to me. Yeah. And we can add this morning ritual can be at like noon, like Alicia's when she rolls out of bed, if it's up to her. You know what I mean? Like we're not saying it has to be like 6 a.m. morning ritual. Because morning is when you wake up. What right. Like, we, listen, we make our own hours. I can't help it. I don't want to roll out of bed at five o'clock. That's like the devil's yeah, her productive time is not morning. Let's put it that way. That is not her productive time. But you know what? Because we work from home, that's okay. And maybe mornings aren't your thing either. And that's okay. Because I'm the same way. I'm definitely, I get a lot done. Um, and, and working out is one of those for me, Allie. Like if I haven't worked out by X time, like it's just not happening for the day. Like that's probably my biggest thing that I'm like, yeah, it ain't happening. Me too. I'm the exact same way, except for lately, it's so hot here, which I'm sure you're experiencing like in Florida as well, that uh, we, I have been staying up a little bit later. I'm just kind of off my routine, so I'm waking up a little bit later. And so by the time I wake up, it's already really hot. So I've been having to put my workout off into the evening. So I'm becoming more of like better at getting things done in the evening if I have to, but. 
exact same because like you mentioned it's so freaking hot i'm waiting till like eight o'clock at night before i can even work out and get in my garage um yeah. but again i'm sleeping later too so i totally understand that unless i get up and go to the gym um so yeah it's- and that's like running fan upon fan on me while i'm working out yeah it's terrible it's it's terrible but we're we're probably burning more calories so that's good so the next tip we have and this is another almighty tip of mine this works out well that i have it use a planner. I mean, I saw the meme. I know you all have two of like the biggest waste of money for the year was the 2020 planner, which is probably pretty accurate. Um, so maybe we don't have any activities to put on our planner, but we can like, like pacing the house, walking in circles, doing jumping jacks. Yeah. Things like that. You can do that. Yeah. Put it in your planner. It's fine. But you know, having your calls on there, having your appointments, there are still things you can utilize your planner for. Um, cause like I mentioned, if mine, I'm an absolute planner, these two know it will drive you crazy. I will drive you crazy. If I'm doing something with you, I need it planned. Like to the minute it is not, you know, probably not the best quality that I have, but it does come in handy. And like, so these two will attest, I will make you crazy. Like I have to plan everything but my planner comes in handy. So I'd highly recommend using a planner of some way, shape or form, whether it's your phone. I like a paper planner. I like to see it written down, but that's just me. Okay. The next one is time blocking. All of these things, like I said, are going to really tie in together, but they are separate things. So time blocking comes into creating that schedule and using a planner. You can use a planner to write down the time blocking. So what is time blocking? Really, it just means that you are giving yourself a task to focus on for this amount of time. So something that we started doing a few months ago in our businesses is what we call blitzing. And it's these 15 minute time frames in which we're sending messages and the to prospects, for example. So the feedback we got from that was like insane where there are people were like, I got so much shit. I sent like 45 messages out. Okay, so what was the difference really in that 15-minute time block that we set and the 15 minutes you have at home? Honestly, there is no difference except for that you set the intention that during that 15 minutes, you were going to get that thing done. So that's what time blocking is. And it's going to give you that sense of accomplishment whenever you can time block and check something off. Uh, in our notes that it marks down like a 30 to 45 minute time block. If, if that seems too long for you, then, you know, bump it down to that 15 minute time block, but do it more times during the day. So for example, when I'm training a new person coming into the business, I tell them to do that same exact listing time block in a 15 minute increment, like a minimum of three times a day. So you get up to that 45 minutes of time blocking that particular thing, but you can break it up throughout the day. And I think that if you start taking a look at all the tasks that you have to do, so, you know, assuming that you're listening to this and you're in network marketing, then you have a certain level of tasks that have to be accomplished in order to continue to run your business, depending on what level you are. But at the basic level, when you're just starting your business, then you need to be blitzing and prospecting customers. So block that out, 15 minute increments or 30 to 45 minute increments a couple times a day, then follow up with your customers, put those in increments. So that's what time blocking is, is that I'm going to spend this amount of time on this task. Another uh, from the from the notes that we have, tip that we have on here is that there is an app uh, called 
Pomodone, P-O-M-O-D-O-N-E, and it is to help you set that timer for time blocking. So if you like apps, if you're like techie and you need help with this, then that's an app that you can check out for uh, doing your time blocking stuff. So kind of in me to trail almost alongside of that is batching your tasks. So batch your tasks. So I noticed that something I get caught up in doing sometimes um, with my schedule and I have to stop and kind of pull back. Sometimes I notice like I try to like put my hands in all these different things. And so I'm giving like, you know, um, little spots and little droplets into different areas versus spending a lot of time in one particular area. So yes, it's blocking out time, but really like batching, like batch your tasks. So instead of, you know, like, you know, like spending a little bit of time over here doing this and a little bit of time over here doing this and like all spread out like that, you're spending like a longer period of time really quickly diving in and, and doing something. And I think like, that's where I get off track a lot and even have to pull myself back because I'm like, gosh, well, I mean, I feel like I'm doing all this stuff. I feel like I'm working and I'm doing the things that I need to do, but I'm not actually spending a long enough time in one particular area. So I'm really not getting all the stuff done that needs to be done in that area. And so I think setting the time to batch your tasks is super important and just really diving in and really just, you know, setting that pace and, and just going for it, you know? So for instance, if you're a blogger and you, you blog, you can spend an entire day writing multiple posts, creating all your Pinterest pins on like Canva or whatever to schedule out for the next two weeks. So basically just spending enough time in one particular area to get a large amount of stuff done. I mean, cause honestly, like, I think if you try to spread yourself so thin all the time, everything's just kind of left undone. You're only like dripping bits and pieces into areas versus really, really finishing something. You know what I mean? Like getting in and really doing something to it's like entirety. And, and honestly, that's something that I struggle with because in my head, I'm like, well, I mean, I was like checking my messages and I, I posted on, you know, this social media uh, platform and I did this and did this, but it's, it's just little pieces. It's not really, really getting in and spending a hard amount of time just nailing something out. Yeah. And I know some people even break it up. Like on Sundays, I set up all my pre Facebook posts and on Tuesdays, I set up all my Instagram posts. I mean, I know some people even break it into days and separate it that way. Um, and I think that may be a helpful tool as well. You know, you know, Sunday, you're going to set up this day, Monday, this, you know, whatever it works, whatever works best for your schedule. Yeah, I mean, so our next tip podcasting, you know, like to spend, you know, like a whole day or whatever, you know, a certain set amount of time and just really just bust it out, you know, all the stuff you're going to do and just full focused on one particular thing. So it gets like your full attention versus just bits yeah. and pieces of attention. Sorry. Agreed. Agreed. Um, next would be, and I talked about this a little bit with scheduling as well. Make sure you take a break. Hey, if you're punching in that time clock for somebody else, you're going to take a lunch break. You're going to take a coffee break. You're going to take a smoke break. If you smoke, whatever that looks like taking a break and maybe at home, maybe your break is, Oh, I'm going to have, 
nap time with my kids, or I'm going to take 30 minutes and read them a story before nap time, or I'm going to go outside and walk the dog, or I'm going to watch my favorite TV episode that's an hour long at whatever time. That's okay. You have that flexibility and that freedom. It's going to keep you from getting burned out on your task, but really focusing on that really spending some time and knowing you can take a break, take a break, start a load of laundry. You know what I mean? Don't stop your work to do it. Kind of factor that in on your break time. Like I am home and you know, that's a discussion we've all had. There's a lot of distractions at home. Working from home is harder than you think. And I think we can all attest to that because of the distractions. Yes, we get to stay home with our kids, but how distracting are your kids? I mean, you two have little kids. They're a distraction. They take up time and there's unexpected things that are going to come up. Like JoJo's going to fall down the stairs and bust her lip. And remember like sissy put her hand in like the lock and got her finger stuck in a locker. <laughs> like, there's always some crazy story going on at Allie's house because she has the smallest kids out of us, obviously. Um, but you know, that's, that's Allie's break time, I guess. Kind of have to for your mental health because doing what we do from home can become kind of redundant if you don't kind of create some sort of a schedule, you know, and 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 you can really easily burn out or or not show up in the best way because you don't feel great about things because you haven't given yourself that break because you're just spending all your time answering messages. I know that when I, I have done days where I just, I'm like, okay, I'm so behind. I've allowed all these distractions, distractions to get to me. I'm going to sit at my computer and do nothing but work all day. When I'm done for the day, I am so mentally drained and I'm starving and I'm dehydrated because I didn't do anything but work. And I realized I didn't eat or drink anything all day long because I didn't want to have to take bathroom breaks to get up and stop. And that's not healthy or okay. Would you do that at your regular job? No. Okay. So don't do that at home either. This is your regular job now. That was the point where it becomes your full-time gig. So number eight is skip the PJs. And it's funny that this is a, I love this tip. I've, uh, I, I actually was driving by a, um, it's not really a neighbor. It's a, it's a lady that, an older lady that lives in a house along my route to my house. And every time I see her, no matter what she's doing, whether she's pulling weeds out of the flower garden or mowing the lawn, yeah, she like mows her own lawn and because she's in way better health than her husband does. And, you know, she, I, every time I see her, she's completely dressed and some of that is cultural I believe because she is from an older generation where they believe getting up and putting their dress I mean it's, and it's always a dress it's not like jeans or something she always has a dress on every time I ever see her and some of that's cultural I believe from that generation but also I think it has to have something to do with the fact that if you get up and get dressed every day you're going to be more motivated to go out and do the things that you need to do. Um, you know, for me working at home, even though I may get up and get out of whatever I slept in and put workout clothes on, that's intentional too, because to me, that is getting dressed. I know that if I get my workout clothes on, I'm going to sit down, knock out some work, and then I'm going to go and get that workout done because I'm putting on what my intention is for that day. Um, same thing on podcasting days. We time block and batch and and uh, set aside a schedule for this podcast. Every Tuesday, we all try not to do and make appointments for anything else if we can avoid it because 
it's our podcasting day. And so on podcasting day, I get up, I get real close on, like I have makeup, I have my hair done, I have blue jean shorts on instead of leggings. Like I get dressed for the day because that's my intention. That's what I have to do for that day. So making yourself a little bit more motivated um, to do work. If you're in PJs, you're going to be motivated to kind of lay around. So at least change out of those PJs and into something that's going to make you feel like a little less lazy. You know, it's crazy. And I want to add something to that too. It's because it's something that actually makes me feel better. It makes me feel, do you know, even on podcast days when we get dressed up and everything else, when I'm around the house, I even put on perfume. It's like so dumb, but like when I get dressed and I smell good, my hair is done. Like, I just feel good. I feel good. Like, I feel like I'm ready to show up, you know? So it's like, even at home, I'm like, well, I'm going to smell myself. How about that? It's like, it's still one of those things, you know, like when you, when you show up to the part, like you're saying, you, you feel more motivated, you feel ready to do stuff. So if you put your gym clothes on, it's going to push you, um, you know, to work out. So, and then I think that kind of transitions over to number nine, create a workspace that you love and really like, you know, like you're going to get yourself ready. So you show up. And then if the place you show up to is ready, you're going to feel more motivated to work. You know, like me just getting into like a new house, I can honestly say like, I can't wait to get my office space set up because, you know, once that's set up, it's all exciting. And if you have like all your stuff and it looks all cute and everything's like all set up for you to work, you want to show up. You have a place that feels good. You have a place that you love. You have your own little space. So I think making and creating a space that you want to be in to work that makes you happy and makes you feel good and basically gives you like the energy that you need is super important. You know, like let's, let's make it very loud and clear. My space will be very pink, period. I'm going to show up with all kinds of pink and glittery and happy. And yeah. So I think, you know, making, making sure that you have that fun space. That was my absolute favorite tip. I think from this series to the point that like when Regina told us about her, she shed, like I went and bought a freaking she shed guys. I'm going to have a she shed sitting in my yard in like about three weeks and then I get to decorate it and all the things that you said and I already have like a Pinterest board made and I know exactly what I want it to look like and I want all these fuzzy rugs and I want to know what the furniture to look like and I want to know what my I want my desk to look like um and I have just hired an assistant so like I know how I want her desk set up in my office so that we can be there working side by side and it's like that has been my favorite tip from this whole series enough to enough so that I went and bought my own freaking shisha. But I just got to thinking like this whole time that we've been podcasting this whole time I work from home, I don't have a dedicated space to do that. Either I'm hiding in a closet to podcast, which is hotter than the pits of hell in that closet. And, or I'm sitting on at the dining room table or on the couch. And so I decided that I would be better. My time would be better spent in an actual office. And so that'll be my office. So I'm excited about it. I'm kind of jealous because I kind of want a she shed. (laughs) I couldn't do that here, but I'll tell you what, like it's, it's there somewhere. I want my own little she shed away from the house. Yeah. I definitely feel the same way. Like I have an office at my house, but it's 
not the same. I would like to have one like in my back. Yeah, but you talked about how you don't like your office because you feel like it's dark and it's cl- it's not what you want. So you don't go in there. So that's exactly what we're talking about, you know? I can't tell you the last time I've been in there. I have an office and I'm actually coming at you live right now from my extra bedroom with folded laundry in the background. I have an office. Well, one, I don't have good Wi-Fi over there. So let's, that's problem 1A. Problem 1B, it's become like a catch-all room. Like, there's just like all kinds of crap in there. Like, yeah, it's pretty, but there's a lot of junk going on. This is like the next tip I have, super simple for me. I don't really turn on the TV, so I don't have to worry about turning off the TV. But some people genuinely enjoy TV. I think of Darren, Allie's husband. He loves TV. He loves Fox News, and he loves it really loud. Like, he likes – Allie, does he watch the news all day, every day? All day, every day. Please don't send me any hate, hate mail because my fus- my husband likes Fox News. I don't get political. I don't care one way or the other. So yeah, please don't send us any like both please don't send us any hate mail about that. Um, but I've had to like, especially lately with everything that's going on in the news, I had to be like, Okay, I think that's enough news. I think yeah, we're done with the news do for the today. News. So I think this would be a good one. Like not only turn off the TV, but turn off the news in this crazy world that's going on. And like I said, no hate now. We were just stating facts. But some people genuinely enjoy TV. It's not a problem for me. If I turn on the TV, it's probably at like 9 o'clock at night. Um, My husband might watch Netflix or something. But not a TV is not an issue. But if TV is a distraction to you, I highly recommend turn it off. Like just know, schedule that into your schedule. If you like TV and you have certain shows you like to watch, put it in your schedule. But generally speaking, just turn off the TV. Lots of distractions. Okay. I said, you know what else is a distraction is that cell phone in your hand. And unfortunately, because we work from home, it is a distraction that we have in our hand all the time. Most of us are working from that cell phone. So I can't say stay off the phone because that's where you get your work done, right? Most people get their work done on their phone. But what I can give you is a few tips that is going to make it a little bit easier to keep from being distracted on that phone. What I have done is basically silence like all notifications on my phone that I don't have to have. Number one, those notifications like make us feel like something needs our attention right now. That's what a notification is for. Um, And so we feel like we're missing things and we feel like we have to open them and clear them if they're there. So I just turned off all notifications, all push messages uh, that I don't need to receive. Therefore, I'm only getting what I absolutely have to have. And the other thing is to be, you know, conscious of the apps that are time suckers for you. Some of those things you need to have a little bit of a break and a little bit of a relief uh, as needed during those break times that you have to now time block and schedule them out for yourself. But other times, if you are supposed to be working, if you've time blocked a work time and you're scrolling through TikTok or you're scrolling through Instagram, then they're a distraction for you. So some people I know even go to as far as like to delete them completely from their phone because it's gotten so bad. Do that if you need to. But I think if you can follow some of these other tips that we've given you guys about time and managing it and 
blocking it, then you can keep those apps, just know where your time is being spent. For me, I'm really bad on Instagram stories. Like I get to scrolling on there and I'm like, Ooh, that outfit is cute. And the next thing I know I'm shopping Amazon and I'm doing all kinds of things that I don't freaking need to be doing. And so I have to be super conscious of that all the time. Yeah, I, that's something I do too. Like you said, it's impossible to say stay off your phone, but I have a lot of notifications like turned off. Like I don't have my messenger. Those aren't, I don't, I don't have, there are very few, I think maybe text notifications that I have turned on. Um, so if you need me, text me, um, <laughs> if you need me, send me a text, literally my voicemail even says that like, Hey, if you really need me, you should probably send me a text. Cause that's most likely how you're going to get through to me. Um, but and I think that's another, let's talk about this, ladies. This is something I see. I do it myself. I know we have team members do it. When people are like, oh, I've been working all day. Have you been working or have you been playing on your phone and scrolling through social media? And then next thing you know, you know, you've done that deal where you're looking at a post and then next thing you know, you're on your brother's cousin's best friend's sister's grandma's page that just won like the pecan pie eating contest in the state of Georgia. And you're like, how did I get here? How did this <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? You're like, who is this person? I'm like, I've just spent like 20 minutes clicking through 30 different pages You're to like, find out about the Jennifer from second grade. I'm going to search her out on Facebook. <laughs> like, right. You know, you're like, look at her husband and then her kids and the sisters. And oh, wait, where's his cousin? Yeah. Where does he work? And I'm like, what is happening right now? Why is this happening? Like how far down the rabbit hole are you going to go? You have to like double down on it though, because you spent all this time like making your husband or your significant other think you were working. And so now you've got to like, I worked all day. You can't like backtrack and say you were scrolling people's Facebooks all day long. <laughs> Listen, I get like on a meme thing. Like I'm obsessed with memes and I will go on a meme hunt. And next thing you know, I will have spent an hour saving memes on my phone that I don't even know what I'm going to do with half of them. I mean, and then I'm scrolling through and I'm like, okay, who am I sending this one to? Somebody's going to get this meme. Usually it's one of you girls. It may possibly be somebody else. It may go on my Facebook. Chances are it's going to sit with the other 5,000 trillion, <laughs> billion, million that are stored in my phone. So along with the other like screenshots that are insignificant, <laughs> but that I, you know, decide to waste a bunch of time on. So anyways, like I get that, you know, like obviously, yeah, we can't just turn off our phones per se because we do work from home and we use our phones for work. But I just think being mindful of what you're actually doing on your phone. And, you know, if you're on your computer, turn off your phone, you know, things like that. So, so the next one, listen, you guys, the next one is my jam. I'm so glad, so glad for this one. Number 12, turn on music. So that might be, you know, just like something in the background, something to kind of, you know, like ease in and listen, music does something to me. It really actually does. Like before, like we do an event before, like, you know, like I have to go to any type of training, anything like that. I pump myself with music because it just, it just does something, you know? So like, if I want to put myself in, in a mood that's like focused and that's just like balls to the wall, I mean... It's, it's music. It, you just pick, you know, pick something. Music totally vibes. It, it just gives me a vibe. You know what I mean? It, like it helps me like, um, you know, like if I'm down, I mean, this is why I don't listen to country music, you girls, because you know, if I'm down, 
I can turn some country music and I can be really down. I mean, I can't do all that stuff. So, you know, but I put on some good music. I put on like, I don't know, some Chris Brown, something like that. And like, you know, dancing around and get dollar hands. sign. Ty <laughs> dollar. You know, I put it on and I'm like, yeah, it just, I don't know. me. <laughs> I think that's something we all have in common. It's like we all genuinely yeah. like music. Like we all love music. Maybe different music. Let's be <laughs> very clear. We all like different music. But I think that's something we definitely all have in common. And that is something that can be a total mood changer. Like yeah. put you in a bad mood. Maybe it makes you angry. I don't know. I mean, but country music, it can make you angry. That stuff breaks your heart real quick. Your dog There's some really like upbeat country music. Come on now. Um, but yeah, I think, like I said, music is something that all of us that can just instantly change your mood. I think most people, music can instantly change your mood. Actually, sometimes I love music so much that sometimes I find it a distraction to be honest. Like I can't even have music on because I'm listening to the words. Some people just like to like, listen to like the beat and things like that. Like I literally listen to every word to every song. And I think maybe that's why I don't like crap music because it makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, generally speaking. <laughs> yeah. But like other, like just, I think music is just something that people for the most part really enjoy. So anyhow, next, um, don't neglect self-care and this looks different for everyone. I mean, I know, I mean, to me, it's definitely working out. That's, that's something I have to do to keep my anxiety at bay. It's something I have to do to sleep better. It's something I have to do to feel better about myself. You know, self-care can be so many things. Like you said, get up your prayers, reading your Bible, um, meditating, reading, listening to stuff, self-care. And yes, getting your nails done, that's great. I mean, yes, that's self-care, but that's kind of like a cosmetic stuff. We're talking like inner need to take care of yourself type of self-care, whether it's reading, like I read for fun. It's not always like personal development books. Sometimes it's a mystery. Sometimes it's a crime novel. That's kind of my self-care. It's kind of a break from work in reality. And I kind of dive into a book or, you know, spend that time working out, whatever that looks like, but listening to a podcast. Hello. That's what you're doing. That's a great self-care task. That's also a great, you know, building your business. There's so many things. Like, obviously, you're listening to A3 Life podcast. There are so many great podcasts out there. So that's something I think is a great uh, self-care tip is listening to a podcast. Yeah, and we did a whole podcast on this too, on like the difference in self-maintenance and self-care. So if you need to hear that, then go back and we can look up what um, what number that is, and maybe put it in the notes in the show notes or something, if you need a resource there, but we did an entire episode on that. So you can go check that out. So number 14 is what we are on of the 15 in the case you've lost track. And that is to get out of the freaking house. This has been my mantra since the shutdown. I know that it's been hard, but, and it's hard to, to get out of the house just in general, when you're working from home and you have small kids and that kind of thing, but get out of the house, whether it's to go to the gym. I like to take a walk every day. I try to walk 30 minutes every single day. It just makes me feel good. I get the sunshine and, and you know, lately since I had surgery and stuff, I 
have been just walking on the treadmill. And for me, it's not the same as getting out on the pavement in the sunshine and like really getting that like sweat equity is how I feel about it. It's like really putting in the time to, to get out of the house. But even if it's just that, if it's just that walk or, um, go grab some groceries to make dinner, like, but get out of that house, um, run errands, just get out and don't allow yourself to get that cabin fever, especially right now when things are so weird and so many areas are still locked down and, and not able to leave, make it a point to take a drive or get out of the house just in general. Yeah, definitely walking to me is like my thing. So like, I totally get that, like just being out and kind of about and not being so crammed up. And I mean, I know that that's speaking to a lot of people right now because you know, I mean, I don't think, I don't think so many people have been stuck inside ever, like in the history of ever. And so, you know, I think it's really, it's really made, you know, made it very difficult for people. And so I think that that leads also into the, you know, like keep your family and pets away. So number 15, the last one is to keep your family and your pets away. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> maybe you're a pet lover, maybe you're not, you know, maybe you have children, maybe you don't. But if you know that is a distraction for you, like if you have kids, Allie's got a bunch of little ones. I have a bunch of kids. It is super, super tough to work with your children, but it's also a blessing to work with your children. So I think like just having the right balance and knowing when you have to really buckle down and you have something that, you know, can't consist of children screaming or, you know, like it needs your full attention. You need to be aware of that and you need to be mindful of that. And you have to make the time to have like that time and space. You know, for a lot of moms, that time is when your kids go to bed, you know, your kids go to bed and you're like, okay, now it's mommy time. So, but what does that look like? Is, is it mommy time? It's time to drink a couple glasses of wine or it's mommy time. You need to buckle down and kind of get your work done, you know? So I think just, you know, having that time when you can have that quiet time away from your kids you know, away from your pets, if that's a distraction, maybe you don't have kids, maybe your pets are kids. Like I know people who their pets are their kids. And so, you know, you, you really do have to have that time. You have to have time to kind of just wrap your mind around your work and not be, you know, putting yourself in 50,000 places. When you have kids, it's like, you know, you're working and, and you're getting this one a drink and you're picking up this and you're breaking up this fight. And that's all great. And that's, I mean, that's wonderful. We have the freedom to, to work with our kids and that's nice but we also have to have time where we can really just zone in on what we're doing and, and work and need that quiet space away from the children, the dogs, the cats, whatever you may have. I'll say this about my pets. They are so needy. They want in, out, scratch at the door. I'm like, I feel like my pet's butler. Like that's what I do all day in, out, water, food, treat, scratching, bathroom. I'm like, oh my God, my pets are the biggest pain in the butt. I just had this conversation with my eight-year-old today and he was like, so did you say like, I want something? And I was like, Rogan, all I want is for you to not want something for one hour, one hour. <laughs> That's it. And besides that, you're old enough to go get it your damn self. So stop 
messing with me. I'm like, they do it just to make me crazy. I'm I'm convinced of it. I'm like, you're big enough to get it for yourself and your siblings. So go figure it it's out. It's time to man up, Rogan. It is time to man up around. You're also, eight years old. Better, better spread your wings and fly, boy, because next <laughs> they'll be getting a job. If you need a snack, you better get one. You figure it out. Do you know what the pantry is? You know where the cabinet is? Shit. <laughs> it's true. And like I said, my pets are the worst. Like, my kids are older. So my pets are literally like the biggest pain that I have at my house. Like I think they're asleep on the couch right now. And that's how I'm getting to do this without them like scratching or wanting to go out or barking because they hear something. And it's just like constant chaos with my two dogs. I don't know. They're a pain, but I love them. So anyhow, in conclusion, I hope in this series, you've heard something, you know, we've talked from people that have made that transition. We've talked to Lacey, who's building an international team. If you didn't catch that last week, I highly recommend that episode. She had some really helpful hints. So not only did she quit her job and her husband quit his job, they homeschool, they have an international team. Such a great episode. Like Ali mentioned, we had Regina who talked about her she shed idea and what it has done for her business and having that space. We've just had so many great women to share their stories and we appreciate everyone that's a guest on A3 Life. We kind of try to bring you a different perspective of different places and you know, different people and different stories and what works for them because we all know building a business, what works for you may not work for someone else. So it's always our goal, you know, bring different perspectives, bring different ideas, bring different people in. So like I said, we're actually wrapping up um, the end of this series and the end of this um, episode and the end of one, I don't know what word I'm trying to find, but um, anyhow, I hope you all enjoyed it. Our little mini series, our little powerful woman mini series. Yeah. Yeah. And we're always looking for suggestions. So if you all have something you want to know more about, you want to hear more about, please join us. If you're not already in our Worth the Work Facebook group page, we highly encourage you that. If you're not following us on social media, we try to share helpful tips every single day. Actually, probably a couple different times a day, we share some sort of business building tip, how to improve your business, how to, you know, gain engagement. If you're not following us, I highly encourage it because I feel like we put out some pretty legit information that kind of goes underused, quite frankly. So I encourage y'all hop on there, like us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, get involved in our group page. We appreciate all of you that listen to us, our followers. You know, we get so much good feedback. If you want to leave a review, even better if you could go to your wherever you listen to your podcast we would appreciate that there's like a review option um we'd appreciate that and we appreciate you you have anything ladies nope it's i mean really it's just been great thank you guys thank you everybody you know who um you know tunes in and and has subscribed we think this has been just a great series network marketing is very like dear to all three of us And so, you know, being able to have this series and hear from women who have, you know, been able to retire their job, jobby job, um, you know, and just go full into network marketing has been, it's just been really awesome. And we hope that you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Thanks for joining us this week on A3 Life. Make sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram at A, the number three life, Inc. and check out our online shop at a the number three life.biz.